crimes. This is not the same as changing the name of Dundas Street or Jarvis. This is about the Washington Redskins. It kind of uh, brings me back to about a year ago where somebody started a campaign at McGill University in Montreal to change the the 100-year-old name McGill Redmond, their sports team's name, uh, and it became the, the Montreal Martlets. And that's the uh, the McGill varsity football team. So they've done it. The question is, are you going to change the Washington Redskins, which not only use Redskins, which is a somewhat derogatory term for uh, indigenous people, Aboriginal uh, people, or as they call them in uh, the United States, Indians, because they still do, uh, like the Cleveland Indians, which is another bone of contention. So, uh, you know, are you going to change it or not? Well, maybe you're going to have to, because FedEx... Uh, has something to say about this. The company paid the team $205 million back in 1999 for the naming rights to FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland. And there is uh, an ownership stake, small ownership stake, for uh, people who are involved in uh, FedEx as well. Uh, FedEx CEO Frederick Smith is a minority owner of the Redskins. And uh, the majority owner is Daniel Snyder. And he's shown no indication he's going to change the name uh, since buying the team back in 1999. I suspect with FedEx hanging the, the sword over his head, he's going to, and, and I I would think as well, and this is just my opinion, that given the fact that right now the issue of football even being played in a stadium before an audience is an issue to be discussed because of the pandemic. So if there were ever a time, I would say it's this time. Now, that's a bunch of opinion from me, and it, it lays out the story for you. Uh, I'm going to ask you, uh, after we finished with our guest, whether you think it's time to change the name of the Redskins to something else uh, and, and other teams that sport names that are not uh, de rigueur or uh, really even acceptable in these times. And the, I'm going to open the lines now at 870-6400. But first, I want to introduce Moshe Lander. Moshe is uh, economics professor at Concordia University in Montreal, the same place where the Martlets have replaced the Redmen. Uh, he teaches the economics of pro sports, so he knows wherever he speaks. Good morning, Moshe. Good morning. All right, so you heard what I had to say. Uh, if I said anything wrong, you're free to correct me. But I, the, the one I want you to jump in on first is, with FedEx making the push and the, uh, the big-time owner uh, saying, I'm, I'm not disposed at this point, or saying by his silence that he's not disposed at this point, I suspect that he's going to have to cave. This is this is the time. He's he's always been against changing the name since he took over the team uh, in I think 1999, and this is an issue going back in in Washington, uh, well back into the 1980s. Uh, I'm not that old to remember some of those columns, but uh, Michael Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser, the the co-hosts of Part of the Interruption on uh, TSN ESPN. They were writing about this back in the 80s. Uh, you know, uh, Tony Kornheiser jokingly said, uh, keep the team name, but just change the logo to a potato. And, uh, you know, it was tongue in cheek, but this has always been an issue. Uh, and let's not forget that even before they were called the Redskins, uh, they originated in Boston where they were called the Boston Braves. So well, yeah, you, you, make, you make a valid point, like you talk about potato, and you have your tongue in your cheek. But the bottom line is, red-skinned potatoes have nothing to do with Native people, if you really wanted to do it. Yeah. It, there are all kinds of things you can do. These, these names, you, you mentioned the Cleveland Indians, the Atlanta Braves, who themselves began as the Boston Braves back at the early part of the 20th century, uh, late 19th century even, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, there, there's no shortage of that 
First Nation Indian uh, Aboriginal uh, naming that, that essentially goes back to a time when that would have been more acceptable or at least any protest would have been disregarded. Uh, the way that it's been handled in, in the century since kind of dictates why the Blackhawks get a bit of a, a free pass, um, being a little more respectful, I guess, in the way that they manage the logo to the way that maybe the Redskins have managed it. Um, but, you know, hardcore fans, whatever their, their race or, or skin color, will say it was never meant in a derogatory way. It was meant uh, more as an honorific. You, you don't name uh, a team uh, to, to represent something derogatory. But have you noticed, Moshe, that uh, it doesn't matter whether you say that anymore. What matters is the sensibilities of the people on the receiving end. Are people who live to the great far north of Canada happy with Edmonton Eskimos? I would say nobody's made any pronouncement on that, but it fits right into the same mold. Absolutely, and that and that's that's where we're coming to now in in kind of the twenty uh, first century uh, and. Uh, the move in in the direction of uh, advancing political correctness and and respect for you know cultural uh, appropriation. Uh, what's going to change the story in Washington now is that in the past, Dan Snyder, who's the owner, has been able to say, "Not my problem." Uh, you know, I've got a, a poll from the Washington Post going back ten years, where ninety percent of the people polled said that they support the team name, and that covered all of the different. Uh, ethnic, race, uh, socioeconomic backgrounds. What's happening now is FedEx, among others, uh, is now getting behind it, and so there's financial pressure. And there's well, that's the pressure. whole point, you know. It's it's and great to run a poll, and people don't want it. Yada yada yada. Well, the the people who don't want it outnumber by far the people who uh, sorry the people who accept it are people who by far outnumber the people who don't want it. And you have to look at minority rights, and uh, and that's not just there; it's everywhere. So uh, I I look at uh, investors uh, wrote to FedEx, and, and they've been getting inundated all week and to pepsico and other sponsors asking them to request the change there's an expression and it's uh, money talks and eh, walks you know what that word is the yeah. bottom line here is these guys are holding the purse strings i suspect that these are not going to be the washington redskins for very long no you're completely right and even if they want to move sideways they could probably rename it the the warriors uh, or they could rename even the Americans, right? Uh, but, you, you know, the, the money that's behind it and uh, the Washington, D.C. mayor, uh, Muriel Bowser, has said, you're not coming back into the district. They're, they're currently located just outside of the D.C. limits. She said, you're not coming back in, and you're certainly not getting a new stadium inside the limits without a name change. So, uh, you, you know, that financial pressure uh, is really going to come to bear on him now, and he's probably going to be forced to change it. But uh, you didn't mention was... FedEx, of course, is one of the main sponsors and a minority shareholder. But another one of the, the main sponsors is Nike. And Nike produces all of the uniforms for the team. And so, you know, Nike has an opportunity here as well to effectively profit from putting... Didn't they kill the shoes? Didn't yeah, they kill the shoes? Yeah. So they're, they're going to they're gonna profit from uh, putting pressure on the owner to change the team name because they're going to be able to trot out all of the old uh, merchandise and get that out the door and then replace it with all of the new merchandise. So, uh, yeah, there the, the really is a, a, a sea change coming, and, and Washington's going to be at the forefront of it. But uh, stack behind them, you know, Florida State University, they're the Seminoles. And uh, you mentioned McGill changed their name. Stanford and Dartmouth changed their names in the last 20 years. St. John's for the Redmen as well. 
they change their names, um, it, it's all going to be stricken within the next five to ten years. There you go. Well, I think it has to happen. It's like uh, everything else. This is a changing world, and uh, you can stick your feet in cement, but it doesn't mean that somebody isn't going to cut you off at the knees, to coin a phrase. Moshe Lander, thanks very much for uh, joining us and, and casting some light on this. Anytime.